welcome to the Built on Air podcast. Built on Air is a regular podcast where we talk with everyday people and learn about the amazing things they are doing with Airtable. Today's podcast is sponsored by OpenSide, the leading solutions provider for Airtable customers. Check out OpenSide.com to learn more about their products and services that can take your Airtable usage to the next level. Use promo code BUILTONAIR to receive $20 towards any product purchase. Today, our host Zoe will be speaking with Ash Forrest, freelance artist and techie from St. Louis, Missouri. Ash is a photographer, artist, live streamer, and marketer who has adopted Airtable into whatever aspect of life she can. Meal planning, bill paying, record keeping, and more. As she puts it, everything in life can be Airtable. Ash shares two bases with us today. First, her bullet journal base, where she can track her daily thoughts, ideas, food and water intake, exercise, and more. Next, Ash and Zoe discuss her content and marketing system, which helps bloggers gain a handle on their content, plan posts over different social media platforms, track their keywords, and make sure they are paying attention to their SEO settings. Welcome to Built on Air. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about um, sort of what you do and your background. Uh, I would say you're sort of further on the, the artsy spectrum um, of the people that we've had on our show. Cool. Um, so I'm a freelance artist. Uh, so but what I do is a lot. There's a lot. So I do photography. I, I was a full-time photographer for about eight years, um, shooting weddings uh, all the time. And I started slowly making the transition out of that. I wanted to focus more on my, um, my, my painting. Um, I went to school for printmaking, uh, and that's what I got my degree in. So I kind of put all of my art on the shelf to focus on the, on the photography business. Um, and I was tired of that. So uh, about, I guess it's about three years ago, I just kind of started slowly transitioning out of that into full-time artist mode. Um, so I still do photography. Like I still have a lot of photography gigs, um, mostly like conferences and bigger weddings and things I'll do just a little bit here and there. Um, but I do a lot of, uh, I do, I do painting commissions. Um, I do some content creation. Um, I'm partnered with Twitch, which is like a live streaming, uh, website. Um, so yeah, I just kind of just do have my hands in a lot of little creative buckets, I guess, so to speak. Very cool. Um, so I have so many questions for you about sort of that quick intro. Cool. Um, but I, so I, I guess Twitch is what I want to ask about first. I've heard of how artists will, you know, kind of just set up a live stream and paint. Is that what you do? Like, tell us about how did you even get, get started with that and how is it going? Um, let's see. So about, about three or four years ago, my friend, uh, who I knew from back in my youth, whenever we were like, uh, big online people, we like, we like did a lot of chat room moderation and like uh, website creation and stuff. And, uh, he was like, you should check out this website, Twitch. Um, it's a gaming website cause it's primarily a gaming streaming website, mm -hmm. um, but they just opened a creative section and they had just started with, uh, Bob Ross's birthday they launched um, this whole new creative section. And I was like, this is cool. I could do this. And that's literally what it is. Um, it can be, you know, you can have no cam or you can have a face cam. Um, the way that I traditionally set mine up is I have an overhead camera on my table to show what I'm working on um, and then a secondary camera. 
Um, and it's just, it's, it's a little bit about art and, and it's a lot of it about like building a community. So, um, you know, just kind of, you know, you build this community with the people that come to your stream and become regulars. And there's like a, we have like a discord, which is where most of the activity happens. Like when I'm not streaming. Um, and so, yeah, so I did a little bit of gaming too, but most of the time I was doing art and I, I did that full time for two years where I was just focusing on Twitch. Um, now, now these days I'm kind of using it as just one piece of content versus like all of my content. Um, so yeah, that was, Twitch is, is, uh, is really cool. That's awesome. So how long would you start from like a totally blank canvas to a finished product when you would stream? It depends on what I was uh, working on. I work on lots of different stuff. Like I, I'll do anything from like a, like a photorealistic, like food drawing to like a large abstract piece. Um, like so, the, the ones you have in the back yeah, awesome. I have a canvas. I have a, a solo show coming up this summer, so I'm going to be spending a lot of time working on these large abstract pieces. Awesome. Uh, but you could also, I've also done digital artwork on there. So you just screen share, just kind of like, um, you know, we're going to do here, uh, screen share and show what you're working on digitally. There's a lot of digital artists that actually work on Twitch. That's really cool. Um, I can imagine too, it's just like, yeah, it is that Bob Ross, just like very calming. Like, um, did, do you talk while you paint or is it just cool? So yeah, you talk, there's, there's always activity happening. So the difference between like a YouTube video of you painting versus a Twitch stream is just the live component. So there's a chat room and there's people chatting and then there's different things they can do that can trigger like alerts on your stream. So like if another channel ends their stream, uh, they can come and raid your channel. So they basically like bring their whole audience over and then that can trigger an alert and, you know, and then you react. And a lot of the reasons people watch streams is because they want, you know, reaction and interaction and stuff like that. And that's actually how I met my uh, partner was through a Twitch raid. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. He raided my channel and, uh, and yeah, rest is history. <laughs> that's awesome. So you, how did he kind of like stand out then amongst all of these other people that are chatting with you? Um, well, uh, he, well, he was, you know, he was obviously like the streamer. Um, so I could immediately go and see what he was like, mm -hmm. you know, cause he, he had, whenever you stream, there's, um, all your old videos archive. So I could immediately go and be like, who is this person? And, uh, and <laughs> check out his videos. And I was like, He's funny. I like him. So yeah, that's, that's how he stood out. <laughs> right. Yeah. It is like a little bit easier than normal online dating because you're not like stalking, you know, just social media photos. You're like, what do you sound like? Right. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think about that? I like what you're saying. Like, yeah. are you crazy? Right. <laughs> so very cool. Well, I'm glad that worked out. So do you guys ever stream together? Does he still stream? Um, we both kind of took a backseat to streaming to focus on more of our art and make that the forefront of what we do. Um, but we have done some really cool uh, streams together. We actually did um, a charity stream for uh, this charity called Save the Children, where we did a 24-hour stream. Oh, my gosh. And we raised $5,000 for the charity. It was really cool. It was really exhausting. I'll never do that again. But it was <laughs> Is interesting. <laughs> right. You're like, I'm glad I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. I will not be doing it again. <laughs> um, really cool. So, so then it sounds like you kind of just have these sort of like waves or phases of sort of, you know, different uh, ways that, you know, you're, you're, you're like, I'm an artist, but I'm also making money. Um, so 
you know, tell us a little bit about, um, so you've done Twitch, you did photography for weddings and stuff full time. Do you, or did you have any other kind of like cool side projects going or like things to supplement your, you know, main, main painting goals? Um, right, right now I, I really am just like, I do a little bit of marketing support when people need it. So I have a, a history with marketing. Whenever I first graduated, I got a job as a marketing director. Um, and then I went on to run my photo business full time, which was, you know, a lot of marketing involved in that. So, um, so I do a little bit of marketing support, um, for clients and that's actually how I discovered Airtable was, um, last year I had a client, uh, that I was doing like podcast podcast, uh, like not like the editing of the podcast, but like support with the graphics and the organization and the, and the website and all that. Um, and I was helping them with some other event production stuff and they had Airtable and that's, that's actually how I discovered Airtable was through that uh, client. Oh, very cool. So yeah. then did you kind of immediately think of it as something like you would begin to use or were you just like, I just need to learn the system, you know? No, I was, I was immediately like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Like I, cause I love org- organization. And when you do like a, a million different things, you, you have to have a system of organization or else you would do none of the things, you know, oh, yeah. you would be, you would get no sleep. Um, so I, I love organization. And at the time I was, I was using Trello, um, and this thing called notion. Um, it's, yeah, I like notion too. Yeah. I was using those two. And, uh, and when I saw Airtable, I was just like, I love this. And I immediately like started like seeing what I could do with it. And I started like reorganizing everything that that client had in their air tables to, to like be more efficient. And, um, yeah, I, I loved it. And I, and I, that's one cool thing that I want people to know is like I, a lot of people, when I tell them about Airtable, they they're scared right away. And they're like, Oh God, like formulas and numbers and Excel. Like, uh, I don't think so. That's not for me. But, um, like you don't have to use you, I don't even use formulas in any of my bases, you know? Um, so I, I am always trying to preach the Airtable gospel to like artists and people that I think could use the organization and the systems, um, but are a little scared of it because there's not that much of a learning curve with Airtable, honestly. Right. Yeah. I, I think the, the most important thing is to kind of see it where you can be like, oh, here's an example of something. Yeah. I can do. Great. Let me think about how I can make that better for myself. Um, and I do totally agree to having used Trello and Notion. They're both great tools, but it's like Trello sometimes. I'm like, I want to see this in another way. And then with Notion, I'm like, this is great for like a document, but sometimes it's a little bit, you know, too, uh, open-ended for maybe, you know, just wanting to track things where I can like check boxes or whatever. So, so that was what you said two years ago, right? That you kind of like first discovered Airtable. So now what are you using it for personally or professionally? So I use it really a lot personally. I use it to for like a bullet journal. I use it to track all my like meals and recipes and things like that. I use it for all of my bill paying, personal accounting, my, you know, business accounting, um, I have like an air table of all my records, like my actual records. Um, awesome. <laughs> I just, anything that I can fit into an air table, I figure out a way usually to fit it into an air table. I use it to keep, you know, track of all my clients, like a Rolodex. I use it to track any content that I'm going to create, um, to have like a library of all of my artwork that I've completed to track, like, you know, if it's on sale, um, who purchased it, all that. 
kind of stuff. Um, so I pretty much, yeah, everything in my life can be air tabled. I feel like. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, look at all these faces. <laughs> me. Um, so, and, and I guess really I'm, you are going to show us a couple of, um, examples, your bullet journal, and then your sort of content and market marketing management one. But, um, one other sort of just, life question for you before we get into the nitty gritty. Um, so tell us now that you're kind of painting full time, what is that like? Do most of your sales and your clients, you know, go through shows or just how has this become like a full time thing? I feel like that's something, you know, everyone's like, I'm going to sell my art. How do you yeah. make it work? I mean, there's so many, so many different ways. So one way is through galleries. Um, like I said, I have a gallery show later this summer. It's um, going to be just all my work, which that's one way to sell uh, work. Um, another is social media, just like being on like Instagram and like always posting and always, always showing that this is what you do. So you're fresh in people's minds whenever opportunities come up. That's been like a big one for me, um, going to art shows, networking with other artists, um, and you know, just, uh, always, like always be putting myself out there as like, this is what I do. Um, and if you take yourself seriously, you know, then other people will take you seriously and then, you know, opportunities will, will start coming. Um, uh, Twitch was a, a really great place where I sold a lot of work too, because if you're painting live, you know, it's, it's like showing how the work is created and people are like, oh my gosh, like I want to, I want to see my painting like made live. That's really cool. Um, so that was, yeah, that was a cool way to get a lot of commissions too. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited for you. Um, and I love how you have the typical like artist's bedroom to <laughs> yeah. some rope lights and like all of your paintings stacked. Um, so I would say even, you know, the background of your video interview is a great, um, you know, addition to your brand. <laughs> um, but I, I guess now we'll go ahead and kind of turn it over to you and um, go ahead and share your screen and then just walk us through the two bases you've uh, scrubbed for us of all of your. Yeah. You know. um, so, yeah, so I created uh, this uh, fresh, empty. If you go to my actual air table, it's there's a, a million workspaces because I, I actually use them for graphic design clients, too. I have a client, I'll, I'll create a workspace um, just for them where we can communicate and share information. So this is a fresh, clean wiped one. And I have to, I'm going to share, I'm going to walk through these two bases here because um, I think they're really fun and useful. Um, and the first one is bullet journal. So everybody might not know what a, a bullet journal is, um, but basically it's a, so like a, it's traditionally a physically, a physical journal where People like really go all out and draw and make it really beautiful and have, um, you know, all these different sections for tracking different things and some really popular things that people track are like their mood, um, you know, their workouts that day, thing, things of that nature. Um, and it's, it's for people who are wanting to kind of start keeping track of their habits and, uh, and form better habits and, um, you know, write things down. Um, and so I tried to do a physical one and you think like, being a, an artist that I would be all about it and I would really stick with it, but I couldn't stick with it. I just, it wasn't always with me. Um, whereas Airtable is like always with me because, you know, if I'm not at my computer, it's on my phone and my phone right. is always with me. So I always have it. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you know, I'm going to make a digital Airtable or a digital bullet journal. And it's, it's, you know, it's great. Cause at the end of the day, you just 
tick, 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 right. Type, type, type. You're done. It's filled out. You have, you have an easy, easy, I can easily search anything. Like if I'm trying to remember something that happened on a certain day, I can type it in and find it. So this is the, basically the base that I created for it. Um, and you can see up here, I use little, I use little icons cause I think that's fun. Yeah. Fun. Emojis are definitely a great way to spice up your air table. Yeah. It's just fun. And I just put in the, in the description is where I put what it actually is. And cause I, uh, I have this as a download for people so they can, you know, copy the base and then use it themselves. Um, so yeah, so it, it literally goes like this. Did I do my water intake that day? Did I take my, you know, medication and vitamins that day? And I all the way down the line. Um, and then the cool thing that I like about using Airtable for this is the fact that I can then make all these different views. Um, so for one example is an idea list. So I have a, a segment on my daily log where I can jot down ideas because I just will have like random ideas all throughout the day. I could be like walking to the grocery store and be like, oh my God, this is a great idea. But if I don't write it down, like it's going to go away. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and that's again, why like a physical book doesn't work. You're like, Hey, I'm like on a run or I'm out on an errand. Like, I'm not going to, you know, remember when I get home Capture exactly. it as soon as you can. Exactly. So I could just pull out my cell phone and just type it right here and not even like type it in notes on my cell phone and then have to remember to like, you know, put the, it's all in one place. And that's, that's why I love it so much. So I'll, I'll jot down any ideas I have. And then I can go to ideas and then there's the list. There's the list of all the different ideas that I have. Um, another cool way is like to track like menstrual cycle, for example. Um, you know, I know so many people who have apps for this. Yeah, there are a ton. To remember to open up another app to enter more data about your life. Right. You know, and then like another app has weird inform like personal information on you and yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. So this is such a great way for it to just all be one place yet again. And then I have a, a few other tabs up here in this uh in this example base. And one is workouts, um with the explanation that I don't like I <laughs> this is just for other people. Like <laughs> like when I go to the gym, I just do what I do. I don't really like track it all seriously, but I know a lot of people really, really do. And so I think it's cool to have, you know, all of your different workouts, like with your rep, the reps you do and like the duration and all that kind of stuff with an area for notes. So you can actually sure. track that. Uh, and then meals. Meals is like, you know, a, a, a thing that I think people should track a little bit more is like what they're, what they're consuming. And, and not only that, but I also have um, all of the recipe, all my recipes loaded. Um, nice. so I, can, I can easily do that. I can go to a calendar view and I can drag and drop like what I'm going to eat that week. Um, so I just have a clear, it's like a, it's like a rough meal planning system. Um, so I can just kind of see exactly what that week looks like. And then I can, you know, it makes grocery shopping easier and all that stuff. For sure. And then I have a to-do list on here too. Again, just because I kind of like it all to be in one base. Um, this isn't what I personally do. This was just for this example that I created for others to download. Um, but I, a lot of times people ask me about Trello because they are used to Trello and they like that drag and drop kind of system. Right. So I, I always have to show them like there is Trello. It is, it's Trello times a million. Like you can do the exact same thing that Trello can do, but only a lot more other stuff. Right. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of the, 
that's the bullet journal base. Very cool. So in your own base, like, do you kind of at the end of a month or anything kind of like look through and see like your progress or your stats? Yeah, totally. Um, I think it's, I have a mood tracker and an energy level tracker. Um, and I think it's, uh, it's really interesting to see kind of like how my energy levels can, uh, be affected by directly like what I'm eating. Oh, and, I bet that is really cool. Yeah. And, and directly by my water intake. Um, and you know, if I, cause it's not every day that I, I hit that mark of drinking as much water as I want. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that affects my health and my mood. Um, so yeah, it's, and, and also to, I should probably mention the way that I wrap up each month because I I'm using the free version of Airtable is I'll then name this like June, 2000 and I'll name this where it says daily log, uh, June, 2019 and then copy and make a whole nother one because you can only have like so many records in a, in a table. Right. But then you can still kind of have that archive. Um, exactly. Yeah, that is really cool. I've like, I think just like you, I was, you know, really intrigued by the bullet journal craze, but it seems that like really it, people have taken it from being something like just useful like this to bring more awareness to yourself to like this weird, like Pinterest art project where they spend like three hours, you know, doodling it and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, this is beautiful, but I'd be like afraid to actually use it and write in it because like, what if my handwriting quality that day doesn't match my beautiful manners or whatever. So I like how this is, you know, no nonsense, like still really flexible, but you always have it on you and it doesn't take you like an entire day every month to set up to totally weird bullet journal standards there are no totally and and like I like some people like really do make it into a whole an art project and it's very like it's like very zen for them to set it up and it's like it has its own it's like its own activity for them um and but for me I just I, like like you just said like I I had one and I and I started writing out the script of the of the month and it and it was off a little, and then I was like, ah, and I like wanted to rip the page out, but it wasn't the kind of notebook where like you would be able to tell like the page went ripped out. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, this is too too stressful for me. You're like, no, I can't start my month like this. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, right. I love to like look at that kind of stuff, but just appreciate that someone else has done it, and yeah, yeah. tracking exactly. it this way instead. Uh, very cool. So the second, it, did you? Is there anything else you wanted to say about your Bujo base? Or I don't think so. Cool. I don't think so. I think uh, I think I'm excited for people to hear about this though, because I think there's a lot of people that practically want to track this stuff. It just seems like too much work, or like you know, it's like you don't remember. Um, but this just makes it so simple. It's just the end of the night. Go through, fill it out. It's right there, either on your phone or your computer. So yeah, I love it. I think it's For been a sure. huge help. Um, so this is a base that I created to kind of help um, people with content and marketing. Um, and specifically, this is this one here is for um, blogs. Um, but it, you could substitute that with you know like video or YouTube or really whatever you wanted. Um, but this specifically is for blogs. Um, and so I basically have a couple different views and the one that's the, the most probably exciting is, <laughs> I don't know if it's exciting, but the coolest one is the SEO checklist. Um, awesome. 
which I, again, I'm going to make this, and the reason why I created this scrubbed version is so that I could share the bases with people and they could copy them. Uh, but, you know, so pretty simple here on this, on this first page, just the entry of what your blog is going to be. And then I have a, a stages column here. Um, and the main reason for having this stages column is uh, so that I can have like this Trello-esque type of type of view that takes you through the you know different workflow stages nice. of the piece. Um, and then a place for images. And this is one of the main things that I, get, I was excited about with Airtable when I found it was the fact that you could easily attach images to it. Um, that's like a huge, that's, it was like a huge deal whenever I found Airtable that you could put, cause so much of what I do is there's graphics attached to, to everything that I do. Uh, so this is really, really cool that, you know, you can just have your images right there in the, right. And they can still be like that full file resolution. You don't have to worry right. about it getting like, you know, transformed by wherever you're uploading it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so focus keyword of whatever your blog post is going to be. Uh, this is where I put the copy and this is also really great for teams, you know, or like people who have somebody helping them with their, uh, copy for their website, um, to just have one space where everything is and you can see who edited what, when, and all of that. Um, so this is where I, I'll put the copy. This is where I put the tags that are, uh, the tags on the blog on my website. Um, and then I have this column for posted just so that I can keep everything, you know, separated in those two chunks since I have it grouped by the field, um, all the, all the posted, all the unposted. Um, and then if we go to SEO checklist, this is, uh, this is really, really helpful, um, for anybody who, you know, publishes copy on the web, um, because there's so many little things with SEO that can be effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and this makes it so it's just such a simple checklist that you could have anybody on your team really do it. Um, because I put what it means in the description. So when you hover over the information that says exactly what each thing means. So, you know, if the keyword of this article is how to use, uh, you know, Airtable to make a bullet journal, the keyword is bullet journal Airtable. And then you just simply go through and you see if your content qualifies for each one of these things. Does the, does the URL contain the focus keyword? You know, check. Does the title contain the focus keyword near the front of the title? Is the focus keyword in the H2 heading? And, and I, it kind of goes all the way down the line for pretty much all of the major things that are important when it comes to SEO. Um, you know, are the images optimized uh, with, for, with the keywords? You have outbound links, inbound links, all of that. Um, and so that, that one's really helpful uh, for people who maybe don't know much about SEO and maybe don't have, you know, the, they don't have the income to hire somebody to do their SEO. This is some pretty solid, uh, a pretty solid SEO checklist for content. Awesome. Yeah, there are so many like little bits and pieces that you need to get to. So it is nice to just see everything laid out like this. And like you said, if you were working with someone, it would be really easy to see that they double checked everything. Yeah, exactly. So it's exactly right. So that you don't have to go through and read the content and make sure it hits all these different key points. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, It's right there. There's a checklist on if it's been done or not. Um, and then publish dates. This is a calendar for, um, if you have a lot of content for just to show kind of 
to, I like to visually lay things out in calendar format so I, I can space things out accordingly. That way I'm not super content heavy, like one week. And then everything just kind of starts dropping off or like, I like things to be evenly spaced out when it comes to like releasing content. So I like having this calendar view for that. Um, and then again, you know, the workflow list. And then I have a social media tab. And so the reason why I have that as a tab and not included on this first on the main uh, table here um, is because I have it linked to, I have a link to record column um, because there could be several different pieces of social media attached to one uh, article. So you might have like an Instagram and Facebook story, an Instagram post, a YouTube video, you know, and there might be a, um, a LinkedIn uh, graphic, you know, I, all the graphics are sized differently for all these different places where you would release content. Um, so having a separate tab just for social media posts um, allows me then to, to do the link to record with each article showing, okay, you know, for this article, we're going to do a LinkedIn thing and a Facebook story and an Instagram story. And I can go immediately to that record over here. For sure. Right. And while still keeping all of the graphics and like the little tiny annoying differences between every platform sort of in its own record and in its own space. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's, um, that's pretty much the content marketing, uh, base. That's, it's pretty simple, but it's pretty, it's really effective. Um, and I'm excited to share this with, uh, content creators because a lot of the content creators that I, I, know and have worked with and am friends with, they, they solely come from a creative mindset. They don't necessarily have the organization business focused, um, side, uh, to them. And so anytime I can make this easy for people that are creative, it makes me really happy and really excited. Right. Yeah. You can kind of bridge that gap a little bit and be like, no, don't be afraid. Like, look here. Um, yeah, right. It is. It is really. Um, it's nice to just be able to kind of have that one place where you know you have your link and your images, even your copy. Everything's there. Like there's no, you know, you have the calendar view. So you've done kind of a really nice um, job in the space of you know showcasing different views and like different functionalities to make it actually useful. Will it not being like really overwhelming and super complex? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't use any formulas and I, and I know that there's so much, that's the cool thing about Airtable too, is it's such a versatile tool. I feel like you can, you can do very simple things and you can do very extravagant things. Um, but I, so far in my Airtable journey, I've kept it pretty simple, um, with, with what I, with what I'm doing. I was watching, uh, one of your podcast episodes where somebody's using formulas and I was like, Oh God, I even got a little nervous. I was like, Oh gosh, like I don't know how to use, I've never even uh, used any of those. Uh, I, I want to explore and see what I, what I can do with using some of that stuff. But I think, um, I think this will resonate really well with, you know, artistic and creative types. Oh, for sure. And I, I think that's the great thing about Airtable too, is it really is kind of, it's not forcing you to use anything that you don't know how to use or don't even need to use, right? You can just kind of discover it at your own pace um, or not at all if you don't need it for your purposes. So it is like a great, it's a very like democratic um, yeah. app, you know, it doesn't like force any structure or like complexity on you. Totally. Yeah. It's definitely super democratic. I like that description because um, you know, there, there was other programs like, 
like Salesforce and, and lots of other really complicated, expensive, expensive programs that you can really just make an Airtable work in its place, which is really cool. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, so tell our audience uh, where they can go to check out these bases and um, you know get a download if they want to grab one. Yeah. Um, so my website uh, is ashforest with two R's, ashforest.com. And I have a blog and I have released this bullet table uh, journal base, this one over here as a download. Um, and I have a video tutorial walkthrough. Um, so somebody who's never used it before can copy the base and see exactly what each thing does. Um, and I'm going to release hope probably tomorrow uh, the content marketing one as well. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we will uh, definitely put that link in the show notes for all our listeners so they can check out all of your cool creations um, and be inspired to, you know, track their water intake and um, dog walking and, yes. you know, crunches, whatever, whatever you may want to track. Thank you so much, Ash, for chatting with us. Um, it was a pleasure and best of luck with your upcoming show. Thank you. Thank you so much.